Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, welcome back to the Caller and to episode 16, which is crazy. Yeah, just the thing. Check in for us. It's a beautiful day here in Hamilton. And my clothes out on the line, drying, and I've scored and a tank top, and it's just so beautiful. And Quay, how are you doing in Garden River? Oh, Grace, you're bringing it back to the 90s in a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rocking a skirt for a couple of years only because, like, having a little one, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to, like, wear a skirt and, like, flash my, like, coochie to everyone <laughs> if I'm, like, on the grass with my son, like, you know, when they're at their, like, the little tiny age when you're on the grass with them. So, yeah, yeah that's why I rock a skirt. I'm appreciative of skirts because I really hate chafing. Um <laughs> so over here in um garden the algoma district it's pretty chilly out it's like our highs of seven and cloudy and yesterday it was like rainy but yesterday i got in a run um but my all my leggings that i so when i came home i packed for like a week and i didn't bring a lot of leggings or workout gear so my leggings that i've been wearing um they kind of ripped in between my like where your thighs are so I was running and when I stopped and I came back to take a shower, I realized I like chafed a whole bunch. So now I have to deal with that. So I'm kind of um sad. Yeah, I'm feeling sad today. I have chafing in my thigh and it's cold. Do you put like baby powder? <laughs> I'm going to have to. Oh, okay. Um, other than that, did you see? Okay, I know we have stuff to talk about, but have you seen the States? There are crazy photos of, like, how they're living in, like, New York and, like, in D.C. at the, like, the National Mall. I don't know what that is, but it's, like, a D.C. thing. They're, like, out no. living. And, like, Atlanta's back up, I heard, and, like, people are in the gyms. Well, <sighs> people are going to start living because May 4th, like, Ontario, some businesses are opening up again. Mm-hmm. And I think we are on the decline. I don't watch I have TV but I don't watch it because I, there's only one show I, I I really watch and it's 90 Day Fiance yes. which I don't know if some like if any of our listeners are into it and like they want like us to talk about it I'm like down to do a full episode of 90 Day Fiance because I'm so obsessed that I, is the only show I watch I am like so down but the thing is um Shaw Cable they when they opened up a bunch of their channels it wasn't TLC. So, Shaw uh-huh. Cable, if you're listening, you need to fucking open up TLC channel so that I can get it at my dad's. But I got an email from my Rogers account in Toronto, and they've opened up TLC. So, I've been that like... That sucks. I need to tell my roommate to PVR, 90 Day Fiance, so when I eventually go back... <laughs> you can catch up. <laughs> um, so, Quay, on Friday, 
was in um, a podcast masterclass mm-hmm. uh, that Ryan McMahon was um, hosting. So I was busy um, working that day, so I was unable to join. But Quay, give me like a rundown. Like, how was the class? <laughs> I was busy working. <laughs> sorry to like throw you under the bus I wasn't sick that day though (laughs) yeah I was sick that day and then I decided to be productive and Ryan was really cool I love how like um not real or natural but how like funny he is about the world because he was like yeah so everyone's here there's like 400 people and you can see me but I can't see you and that's awkward (laughs) (laughs) so I like how like funny he is like that about obvious awkward things but he was saying how um one of the things that are detrimental to podcasts is that when you have like a ghost like when you ghost the world like so many podcasts start and they go good for like five episodes and then they fall off yeah when you do it's really important to like he said it's really important for you to pick a frequency because you can come out guns blazing and have posting monday thursday for every like week for a month and then you fall off because you went so hard and you're so tired and you have no more content when you could have just posted once a week for like three months and like developed your sound and stuff or like posted once a month and like so he was saying stuff like that he was saying like be real about your frequency and he said also like to know your audience know your sound um Mm -hmm. what else like did he say that's so that's good advice because weren't you at the beginning of this quarantine you're like want to start releasing two episodes a week yeah and i was like a bonus (laughs) That's really awesome, though. Um, if anyone wants to check that out or follow what he's up to, mm-hmm. um, you can follow him on Instagram. We'll we'll take his his yeah. his username in this description of this episode. And um, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, you can come for me if you want, people, but I'm gonna be 110 percent real that me and Grace did some research. And when we loved an Indigenous podcast series, they podcast ghosted and they fell off and they weren't frequent Mm -hmm. and they weren't structured. Um, I love every, I love people and I, and like, I, that, that's something that I was bummed about. So that's not a critique, but I'm like, it's a fact. And I know that you, because you build we were just looking at our statistics with our episode had so many mm-hmm. and if we like are building this hype that we want each week and then we like it's it's sad for the people who are are trying to follow along and we're like and I think Ryan's on people to make podcasts like there's so many avenues of like different communities that people can make for themselves and have their voices heard mm-hmm. and it's just being consistent being like like true and honest with your podcast that people want to hear so yeah um that's, that's what he re- said too oh. he said that like the people they start to listen to you and look for you and then you're not there 
and then they like get hurt and they like leave and don't yeah listen anymore so it's exactly what you said grace and really with anything you want to be successful with consistency is key like and anything you can apply that anywhere in your whole life exactly um that's really exciting I if it's recorded anywhere I definitely want to give that give that class a listen um but we have um moving on we have some exciting um questions that were coming our way and I'll let Quay explain it more it's actually kind of like we might do like bonus episodes or like different ones because we're kind of reaching more than our target audience Mm -hmm. so this is really exciting so this episode is we have a guest producer on it she's our youngest producer and our first producer (laughs) (laughs) we have eight-year-old neela who had developed questions and topics for us um she is who we had on the episode before chelsea her her um niece and she's one of my longtime friends dakota her daughter um and I remember when Nila was born, she was born and I held her in like the first couple hours and she was so tiny. I think that was the first newborn aside from my little brother that I ever held. But yeah, she had submitted some questions. They're very hot topics that a lot of like young girls want to know about. So we're going to just like jump right in and get into them. The first topic that she really was like immediately wanted to know was if we step on bugs or do we leave them alone? That's a serious question that, like, kids wonder if, like, you grow up and you, if you do step on them or leave them alone. Personally, I leave them alone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you little worm or you little bug, you go off to, like, where you're wanting to go. Uh Um, Yeah, so I I leave them alone. Um, I leave them alone, too. But, like, when I was growing up, my mom, my parents had told us, like, everything has a life like even though they can't talk or speak like they have a life and they have a life cycle and they have their own little families so growing up I was taught that to like respect all life and then I Mm -hmm. remember I used to be like so scared of spiders so of course I would yell for my dad to come get them but I remember like thinking that and really knowing maybe not knowing they had a life but thinking that like oh no my dad needs to save this spider because this spider has a family and he's lost inside my house and he just has to get outside to go back to his family. <laughs> Aww. Which could be true. Like, we don't know. We don't know a spider life. Um, That's like, that's what I'm c- trying to teach Nico right now too. And it's so sweet because I try to tell him like when the birds, we have like a lot of birds in our area because like there's trees and whatnot and he'll hear them chirping. And I'm like, Nico, like they're singing to you. I'm like, say hi to them. So he'll always like run to the tree and be like, hi, bird. <laughs> or like, or well, the sun was shining this morning and like he he woke up and he's like potty training. So he's like, mommy, my bed is dry. I'm like, yeah. He's like, mommy, the sun is out. Hi, sun. And I'm like, yeah, the sun is so out. And it, like, it's so beautiful that like he's just knowing like the importance of of life. And mm-hmm. that means a lot to me. I think what I also really learned about like life is when I used to go like so we used to do like fasts when I was little I used to go fasting for like spring 
And well, also, I think I did that because my my traditional name comes from like springtime. So it translates into like the first growth in spring, like not blossom or anything like the first actual growth, growth that turns into spring. So I think that's why they used to make me fast at springtime. But I remember like you had to go out there and pray for everything and like pray, but you couldn't pick the grass you couldn't pick the bark off the tree or like dig around in the ground you know how like little kids fiddle like you Mm -hmm. couldn't fiddle you had to like just pray all day but I'm (laughs) I know that like I used to feel so guilty because I I would fiddle a little bit and then I'd be like oh shit like oh I'm sorry creator and then I'd try to keep praying and then I'd like fall asleep (laughs) so they'd have to to come and like wake me up and be like okay you're done oh and my dad would come get me but I'd be like nothing so um but that's when I learned about like life and like we have to pray for the trees we have to pray for the water we have to pray for like um I would even do like the birds and the squirrel and like stuff like that so that's that's where I really learned about life um okay this next question is does your hair grow longer when you're older Um, yeah, so your hair is constantly growing. And I know we get into topics of like, baby and pregnancy. But when you're pregnant for a woman, um, your your body is just like full of hormones. And it's like working overtime trying to support your own body and this growing baby. So your hair grows faster at that time of pre- like your whole pregnancy your hair grows faster and you just have more like vitamins in your body and nutrients and all that all that stuff wait what's your answer does your hair grow longer when you're older I think yeah it grows longer because you don't cut it as often so for Mm -hmm. me though I like my hair and like her next question was why do you grow your hair and for me I like long hair because like, I think it's so beautiful. Like, my mom had this, like, iconic, long, black, straight hair. And it was always, like, super straight, super shiny. And I thought that's, like, I still do think it's, like, the epitome of, like, beauty. So I always try to grow my hair long, too. Um, so I just think it's really beautiful. Like, long hair is beautiful. That's why I grow it. But then there's also, like, um, hair teachings about your hair being sacred and, like, not everyone can touch your hair um and you have to like when you wash you have to like take a cedar bath and like rinse your hair and stuff like that but um okay so on the flip side I've cut my hair like usually I have really long hair and I love it and whatever but sometimes I cut my hair like after a bad breakup or like after um something happens in my life where like I want to be different or like I want to feel like me again and like really gain control of my life I'll like dye it or I find that like when I'm feeling really me I have like medium length dark hair when I'm like trying and exploring life maybe it'll be like long maybe it'll be like dye like you know how I do the ombre thing a lot yeah I think I do the ombre when I'm like trying to explore life and when I'm feeling like me and like natural I have just like normal black hair like I do right now yeah I know I'm trying to because it's 
like that's why having is so important especially like when they look like you right like mm-hmm. I'm always seeing like models on Instagram and and like they don't have like slick hair well I should like be dyeing my hair and it's where I'm like wait I have like beautiful black hair that I shouldn't be dyeing it and it's myself to think that way but have to right because we want like little girls thinking about their black hair and although it is fun to like dye it a couple times yeah I totally I I've done it but then I've always went back to black because Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't I don't know I just I don't know I just always like it but then I do want the change and then I gotta try to say okay let's move on to the next question okay I'll I'll ask you Quay (laughs) oh this is funny I have a good answer for this what are baby showers and what does it feel like to grow a baby and do you barf a baby (laughs) okay so baby showers are like a birthday party for the baby who's not here yet but because it's such a new life and a new thing that's coming um you have to like get all your friends and family together to like okay do we have this do we have a stroller do we have a crib do we it's like it's like a celebration there's cake and there's fun games and like that was my favorite part that was my favorite part of going to baby showers when I was younger was just to go for all the snacks and all the food (laughs) and all the games like that was the best part Mm -hmm. so Grace another question was what does it feel like to grow a baby um I think Quay even asked me this in my (laughs) pregnancy um you feel like bloated (laughs) you feel bloated like all the time so if you ate like a big dinner and you're so full and you're like oh like I can't move like that's what it feels like all the time and then you like and then the baby gets bigger and then you start feeling like like something is moving in you and like mm-hmm. that's like the coolest feeling but um I remember when I was pregnant I just felt I also didn't have a full-length mirror and so I didn't know like how I was dressing at work and then when <laughs> I would get to work, like ah like this doesn't match but like whatever and then I'd also like run around because I didn't have a full-length mirror at home so I didn't know how big I was really getting mm-hmm. and I felt really light like I was just like running around like we were doing so much work throughout that summer and um yeah so it's it's like a super cool feeling um <laughs> okay so this one's fun this next one's funny because we got to get into it a not a, t- a top no anatomy anatomy and like learning about the body so grace do you barf a baby no um it's funny because I thought this when I was younger too is you just don't it it makes sense right like how did the baby get in there oh it's in your tummy oh you must burp it up because when I like when my tummy hurts like I get sick but um a baby is growing in what's called your uterus and it's completely separate from your stomach but it's all very close like that's why I like I think the uterus is literally is sitting on top of your bladder so as you're like growing your baby, that's why you have to go pee all the time because it's just like squishing your bladder. 
<laughs> but no, I also thought when I was younger that it came out of your belly button too. But definitely I was like, you, you barf a baby. Like that's what I thought when I was younger. Yeah, I don't really know what I thought. Because I remember when my parents were like telling me and my older brother Nim that like we were getting a little baby sibling. I was like... I didn't understand it and they're like we're gonna have a baby and I was like wait a minute I'm the baby because <laughs> <laughs> I was nine right like I had already like for almost a decade like I've been the baby and everyone's like oh like baby clay like and treated me that way so I was like wait a minute and then I didn't understand it either because when we went to go meet our brother and my mom had a c-section they rolled him in and I was like whose is this and my mom's like it's ours it's your brother and I was like but he's a boy and she's like yeah and I'm like can you exchange him and they're like no and I was like what like I didn't understand or comprehend that like like how it happened and now that I think back to it and I'm like oh my god I was such a brat like why would I think do, all this do you remember your mom being like did you like feel your brother kick at all or no I don't remember that but I remember we had to be gentle with her like I remember yeah I guess we were rough and I'm pretty rough like if you think of me now like I'm not very gentle I'm pretty rough so my dad would always tell us like if you're around mom like you have to be gentle you can't be crazy and I'd be like okay gentle so that's what I do remember though about (laughs) about my mom being pregnant aww then I remember, like, the nurse would have to come and check on her stitches, and, like, she'd tell me to leave the room, but I'd always come in and, like, poke my head in to, like, see what was going on, and I was like, what? They cut into her? Like, I, I was, like, mind blown that, like, they can do that to a person. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy, like, what, I mean, with, like, I know it's natural to have a baby, mm-hmm. but of course there's complications, and it's pretty amazing that, like, doctors can do that and like a baby can arrive safely and that's that's really important oh yeah so like okay we kind of like jumped into and like glossed over what a c-section was so I think it's called a cesarean right Mm -hmm. and so what happens is the doctors cut your abdomen and they cut to the uterus and then they take the baby out because something might have happened like the cord might have been caught or the baby couldn't have turned to come out like it's supposed to because it comes out of your of your badge yeah (laughs) (laughs) it comes out there yeah um (laughs) okay but I think something else that like I really want to talk about for like young girls or young women who are learning a lot about like what it means to like do kind of things like that and like be a young woman or be a woman or just be a person in general and growing up is like friendship mm-hmm. and I think it's yeah. so important to have like female friendships like Mila's mom is one of my longest friends and she came into my life when I moved from Sault Ste. Marie to Ottawa or like from to Garden River um she was tall like me and she like like sports like me and the most important thing though was like her kindness and like how mm-hmm. welcoming she was so like I came there in grade five like in grade five and she was the first person who came out was like hey my name is Dakota. I'll be your friend. And I was like, oh, okay. I have a friend. And, then, <laughs> and that was Aww. that. And then grade six, like, 
we played all the sports together and I was like yeah this this is my friend and like she's native and she's like tall like me and it's like fine so like how you were saying earlier Grace about finding people who look like you like mm-hmm. and she made me feel a lot more comfortable going to a new school because before I was the only native in elementary school when I was living in Ottawa mm-hmm. um but do you have like how did your long-term friendships last Grace I don't know I think just like understanding like, they aren't ones that you have doing things every single day or in contact with them like with them every single day like I have really good friends up in their bay and I mean like our lives are totally different like I'm down in southern Ontario they're still up there we have different it's like hey how are you it's not like any like upset feelings that we have kept in contact mm-hmm. but like that's like what a good is to me just because my life has like I've moved much so it's like who's really by my side through it all um but I think like growing up um like now that I'm a mom looking at that standpoint like knowing like who you are and the type of friends like you want like go I don't want him to like feel pressured to be with like a certain group if like he's comfortable or you know I just want him to be himself and um and I'm I'm glad that I found like a couple friends like on street actually going to be two kids on our street that's going to be in so you're just gonna like grow up together parents and like they're good and whatnot so it's so important, but then you can also come and who you think they're friends, but they're not. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's best to just, um, like, where you stand with them and then, like, kind of gauge that out. And if, if it's hard work to be friends with someone, then it shouldn't, like, it, it shouldn't be a friendship. Yeah. I also think that, like, when we were younger, we thought our friends were going to be our best friends for life. And it's okay when that doesn't happen. It's especially okay when, like, if somebody isn't, if somebody isn't helping you grow or learn or explore the world, and it feels more like they're judging you and critiquing you and putting you down, those are the type of friends you can let go. Because you want friends who, like, want to help you explore, want to help you learn, want to help you get better. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, like, when I think, when I say that, I think about, like, my best friend Erica in high school and university like we literally spent every day together because of sports so we played we ran she she mostly and I only did this a couple times she ran cross country we played basketball together we played volleyball um she didn't play soccer but she did track and I did track too so like we spent a lot of our days and and time together and being in the same classes And then in university, like, we lived in the same house for five years, basically. So we did everything together. But I think that that had lasted and we're so close because we never judged each other. We only tried to support and help each other, like, survive. And we just, Mm -hmm. like, gave consistent love. And, like, 
um, always were so concerned about each other's like health, each other's like mental health. And like, I think those type of friendships, like even though we did spend every day together, there was more to it and we never judged each other. And I think um, it makes me think of like, I remember we went to this talk and like Nanook was talking and she was saying how like some, some of the people that she really loves and like wants to be friends with, she can't or does just doesn't work because their traumas clash. And Mm -hmm. that's something that you learn about as you get older, but like childhood traumas and stuff like that. Um, But you can love someone and you don't have to be their friend and you can love someone and you don't have to date them. Yeah. So I think that's important to learn too as you go. And um yeah, if someone's not supporting you and they're just putting you down, like let them go. Yeah, and like I don't know, like I I think I'm a nice person in that in the sense like everyone has different personalities. Like if you and everyone grows, right? Like mm-hmm. you could have a friend that was your friend for so many years, but as you're growing, you might not be the close friend that you like you thought you had and that's okay because everyone's growing and like even with friends that I've had that didn't work out Mm -hmm. like I don't hate them like I I want them to do well and you know like our personalities didn't match and like that's fine because we're all different like I don't wish anyone like any bad like feelings or anything but um (laughs) yeah like that just goes like just friends even Quay yesterday um, I'll just go off topic a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> it meant a lot to me, Koi, when you're like messaging me, but I was having a nap because I was like not feeling well. And then I woke up from my nap and I saw her messages through text. And then she messaged me on WhatsApp and was like, hey, is everything okay? <laughs> and I was like, oh, like she cares about me, you know? <laughs> so that that like meant a lot. I'm like, oh, Koi, yeah, I'm just like not feeling well. <laughs> I think, too, like, breaking down to it, you want someone with the same values and beliefs as you. Like, what's so funny, yeah. like, about us, Grace, and I think that had lasted, is because we're we're not both very, like, um, what is it? We're not serious. We're not, we're not <laughs> serious. So we like to laugh, but we don't, like, we're not, like, we're, I, I don't know, like, what is it? Materialistic. We're not very materialistic. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I say that, and some people might be like, wait, you're so materialistic. <laughs> But I'm like, yeah. we're both like kind of like, remember, like, we were like, okay, we got like a Michael Kors purse for like half the price. And we were so impressed with each other. <laughs> and then that, we even talked about it today, how we were like, oh, can you believe we have like AirPods? And we like kind of giggled to ourselves and like, we're so funny about it and happy and then like moved on. But like, that's not the most important thing to us. The most important thing to us isn't having like the newest phone or tablet or laptop or like Michael Kors purse. We just like get it one thing and like laugh and then like carry on <laughs> or like how much do we get a yeah. deal for and like laugh. So those kind of values and beliefs, like we both believe that that's not the most important thing in the world. That's yeah. that's why I think our friendship is so good and so lighthearted. Yeah. I feel like it's like the like, century of friends, you know, like, like, I don't think there's a lot of, like, relationships, like, you know, everyone, there's, like, big groups of friends, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, and that's, like, really, um, Quay, 
you want to touch on the Ontario Native Women's Association and what they're up to? Yeah, so they're pretty cool. Um, and we want all of our listeners to join in on this. They're doing a May challenge for physical activity, but also while practicing all um, rules and regulations for social distancing and physical distancing. So they're doing the mock walk challenge and it's going to take place over May and I think go into June. And all you have to do is go to their website and register. And this week one has already started, but you just keep track of everyone you every day you do a physical thing. Even though you can like walk for 10 minutes, you can garden for half an hour, you can clean up the house and like you just track how many minutes you've been doing that. And then after, after each week you submit it so every Thursday you have to submit it so mm-hmm. I only did like 15 minutes of weightlifting Friday and then yesterday I went for a run and me and um Chelsea did yoga or no Pilates and only 30 minutes it was a 45 minute class but like <laughs> we gave up at 30 <laughs> so like you can even do that at least you did it I um so we want you guys to join us Join us on the Mock Walk Challenge. Um, and it's just to get us outdoors and, like, doing something during this time together. Yeah. Well, um, I'll just say, like, I'm just going to win it all. Because <laughs> if I'm, like, logging hours of, like, just, like, keeping busy, it'll be from, like, 8.30 to 8.30 each night. Just chasing Nico around, <laughs> doing long, throwing it on the line. Going for walks with him, like mm-hmm. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> that's really awesome, and we'll um repost um yeah. link where you guys can get more information. But I think that's awesome, and we want to support as many Indigenous um associations and different communities that are doing work. So that's really awesome, and I can't wait to start. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, you want to give the last word? Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We wanted to thank again Nila for her hot topics and her very important questions. Um, and then we'll see you guys while you do the mock walk challenge with us. So have a good week. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.